0: Hi there and welcome to The Brave, a podcast all about resilience. I'm your host, Beth and Vincent, and in each episode I explore a different facet of resilience, grit, determination, whatever you want to call it, how we deal with things when times get tough and we've really got to push through. So I do this through um, various means. I get interviews with people, so I try and get people on the show. We have a chat. It's normally around a topic. So, you know, we've done ones on physical trauma, overcoming a cancer diagnosis, and how to deal with career change and uncertainty about what you want to do in life. Alongside those interviews, I think it would be really interesting to do a deep dive into Topics essentially around resilience, and that's what this episode is today. So, you've got me on my own solo chatting to you, and I really hope you enjoy it. So, the topic today is bravery. The podcast is called The Brave, so it's very fitting there. And really, I came up with the idea for this episode in particular because when I started off the podcast, I put out a big call for speakers. I really wanted people to come on the show and share their experiences and I did this through Twitter, Facebook, social media in general, and I kind of said, look, I'm doing this podcast, it's called The Brave, love to have a various range of people on, I want to talk about all aspects of resilience, not just, you know, we hear a lot of the narratives of people who are really successful in life, but not everyone wants to achieve, you know, that CEO level, and that's absolutely fine, so I wanted to share the stories a little bit underneath. But anyway, sent out this kind of social media post and put all this stuff in. And what I got back was from 90% men, which was interesting in itself. But when I did get women come back to me, literally the narrative structure of their response was the same. They would say something like, I'm not brave, but... Or I haven't been through you know a number of things in my life where I've had to be that particularly that courageous or brave but you might be interested in this. And then they said something that was particularly courageous and brave. And I'd be like, how are you not making that connection between those two? But I think bravery really has this kind of gendered connotation. It also has a certain kind of narrative connotation and personality connotation. And I think we talk a lot of in our society and we laud a lot heroic bravery. So those are those big acts you know we see them in films they're often the high point of the drama where someone saves a day through one thing one event but life and the longer I live I experience this but life isn't kind of like that um often I mean occasionally there are those big moments where you have to make a big choice and you know like you have to save the world or something (laughs) but generally life is about those small choices accumulative choices that you make every day and they determine how you do and what your life is like so wanted to do a little bit of chat around bravery today and we'll kind of see where we go with it. So starting off with the kind of the origin of the term. So I've done some digging myself. I have a degree in history that I never get to use. So this was quite interesting going back and kind of seeing. But the origin of the word comes, they think, from late 15th century. And it comes from French, Italian, and obviously they share a kind of commonality in terms of language, but it comes from bravo, meaning bold, or in Spanish, bravo, meaning courageous, untamed, savage. And this is based on the Latin origins. Obviously, those languages all share this kind of Latin heritage of barbarous. And obviously, "barbarius" has some very interesting connotations. Uh, barbarians, for one. And you know the sacking of Rome and all of that, so it's it's also kind of a bit of a um, it's a bit of a kind of negative connotation there, I'd say. And often, yeah, we have this idea of the kind of uh, flawed hero in our narrative. And I I I haven't done English literature, so I cannot comment on the uh, kind of links between the two. But often, kind of brave people take risks, and they are a bit kind of scary and this is how it's all portrayed. But anyway, I thought that was quite interesting to start off with. So an early introduction to bravery in my life was through certain narratives I encountered as a child. Um, I grew up reading the comics of Tintin. Um, so by, oh God, what's his name? This is really bad historical research that I haven't researched this, but it's Hergé. It's, it's Tintin. Everyone knows Tintin. And, you know, there's like 20 comics and he oh, he goes to the moon, he goes to Egypt, he fights, I think it's the Russians. Um, it's actually, there's quite a lot of uh, <laughs> racist uh, caricatures in it, which are problematic and I won't go into them today, but just wanted to mention that. Um, I remember my mother reading it to me and saying, like, this isn't how we talk about these people. So you've got to be aware. <laughs> but yeah, so Tintin, you know, he would go off on these adventures and he he obviously was a dude. He had a little dog, Snowy, who is yeah always wanted to Snowy. But that as a young girl kind of growing up and reading that narrative of he's a young guy in the comics and he does all this exciting stuff was like, to be brave, to be courageous, and he's talked about as being courageous in the comics by other characters. You have to be a guy and you have to be going to these exotic locations. That was the the kind of the take-home message for me from those. And I remember I wanted to be an Egyptologist, I thought that was really cool, you know, go and discover another Tutankhamun's tomb. Ended up in tech, so it didn't quite work out. Still have dreams about it, though. Still would love to go out to Egypt and see all of that. But yeah, as a young girl, I felt really kind of like, I'm reading about this guy and he's going off to do this stuff in the world. And I'm like a small town girl. Well, I was from a small town and I'm not going to do that. And he has guns and stuff and fights people. And I was never really into that, but I kind of it was very glamorized through that narrative. And also, I think it's important to talk about Disney. I think Disney, any any child kind of growing up in, well, I'd say the last like 40 years in the West has been heavily influenced by the narratives portrayed in Disney films um, and all the surrounding kind of stuff around those. So I remember watching, you know, like Beauty and the Beast and Pocahontas and all of those. And Yeah, Okay. right. Some of them have got strong female characters and I'm doing it in air quotes because you can't see me. So yeah, they are strong female characters, but there's always a guy, always a guy comes in and saves the day and has the big moment. Uh, And again, that was another thing kind of growing up with where like the beast is brave, right? In Beauty and the Beast, because he, he has to endure this kind of physical transformation, And Bella's almost kind of, she endures his physical transformation and being kind of trapped there and whatever. But there was some tension there that I think is very gendered and problematic. And if you're young and you're growing up with that message, it is that the guy gets to be brave and the woman gets to be domestic and gets to be brave only if the guy is brave and gets to pass down some of that bravery to her. And that was the overwhelming narrative I got. And to talk about narratives in society, you know, we've already spoken about this idea of heroic bravery. So we see that a lot in superhero films. So Marvel films and the other one. That's really bad. I can't remember the other one. You know what I mean. Uh, DC. Yeah, cool. I'm down with it. I know what I'm talking about. But yeah, so it's this idea that um, they're special in some way. They are often, in the case of Clark Kent, like born to be this thing. Or they acquire this ability, you know, in the case of Spider-Man, through kind of some supernatural or unexplainable process. They're, they're not normal people, right? And that's the whole point of superheroes. Yet, we have them portrayed in our media and we're supposed to kind of look up to them. And, and again, I, th- I just think that's an interesting tension in our society that most of us live really like, I live a bloody boring life and I love it, you know, go to work cycle to work work come home watch some tv do this podcast you know it's normal and yet so many of us are trying to aspire to something that's unachievable or or being shown something that's unachievable so we have this heroic bravery and and you see this in business so you see characters like i'm going to murder this name which is really bad but gary venichuk I think that's how you say it. So he's like, you know, this heroic bravery, this figure. Elon Musk is an even better example of that. You know, he's kind of um, anti-establishment almost. He's quite radical, again, male. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, in a way, is kind of in the space as well. Uh, you know, he's like lauded as this godlike figure. And isn't it interesting that God is always portrayed as male? Well, in our kind of Western Christio judaic heritage, he certainly is. So... Alongside heroic bravery often you get kind of the concept in literature of steadfast bravery and steadfast bravery is normally the kind of sidekick like the robin it's the steadfast minor character who they acquire their bravery and their status of being a brave person through endurance which resilience is endurance do not deny that but they often are women and they often don't have their moment in the spotlight. You know, it, it's almost the It's the kind of idea, like, you know, in... Um, I'm trying to think of an example of this, and I can't, which is terrible, but the dude goes to war, does all the war stuff, you know, fights the heroic battle, comes back a war hero, and his wife at home, she gets this little taint of bravery because she has endured his absence. But she wasn't involved in the actual heroic act. She was just kind of there and, uh, you know accepts him back and whatever i think that's really interesting and steadfast bravery you know steadfastness continue continuosity that's not a word continuity in a person is a really important trait but it's not given this high status that you know single acts of bravery are given because continuity requires sustained effort right it's not just one thing that happens and it's like oh my god you're amazing so brave you know it's that kind of daily attrition essentially. There's also a third kind of bravery, which I think is kind of interesting. And I'm kind of pulling these types of bravery a little bit about, well, a little bit out of my behind. Um, because again, didn't do English literature, have no kind of narrative context for this really apart from reading loads. But qu- there's quiet bravery. And quiet bravery is often when you have a non who it's not a non-heroic character, but it's kind of someone who is a bit less overtly heroic. And Quiet Bravery gives this character the courage needed to endure bad situations with grace and patience. And again, often women. And it's, it's kind of an offshoot of this idea of steadfast bravery. But some it, it kind of usually arises in the situations where the steadfastly brave person is put in a, in a situation that's kind of a bit more placid bit less physically dangerous and it's a quiet bravery that is the most interesting to me and was one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast because like I've gone on about for the last 10 minutes heroic bravery has a place in our societal narrative steadfast bravery has a place I would argue in our narrative and whether that's good or bad you know you can kind of decide for yourself But this idea of, and quiet bravery doesn't need to shout and you often don't know it happens and it sometimes is revealed through narratives as like, oh but look they were there all along at the end and it's like, weren't they great? And then it kind of moves on and back to the heroically brave person. But so many people I speak to endure and overcome hard things, really hard things throughout their lives and They don't tell anyone about it. You know, they just sit there and they get on with it. And they consistently deal with it. And consistently overcome it. And consistent is a word I use a lot. I'm very consistent with my consistency. But it's important. And it's important to realise that to be brave, you don't have to be heroic. You don't... like So much of life isn't decided by these big acts. If only it was, it would make things a lot quicker and easier, right? But... So much of your life will be determined by the little things you do in the background. And I don't want people to feel ashamed about, hey talking about those things, because I think they're really important. And they're the kind of things you chat about, you know, you're talking a coffee with your friend and you're like, oh, but I do this, but it's, it's not really important. And often we'll kind of like do that whole kind of, hey, it's not really important, and try and like play it down. But that's the important stuff, because it's the daily stuff, it's the grind, it's the difficulty. And, yeah, and that's really why I wanted to do this episode, just to talk about quiet bravery. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head of an example of quiet bravery from my life, but all of them seem way too minor to talk about, which obviously is uh, problematic, and that's why I'm doing this. But um, I'm actually going to have someone on the show to talk about this in more detail in an episode of their own, but I have a low-level pain condition called endometriosis, and it's, you can read all about it, what it is, we'll go into detail in another episode. But essentially it's, it's a low level pain condition and it, it affects me uh, it's sometimes daily, sometimes less than daily. It really depends. And it, it's a pain and it's annoying and it's frustrating. It, it doesn't make me, you know, I'm lucky I'm not completely immobile. It doesn't completely take over my life. And I'm aware it does for some people and I feel terrible for them. But for me it's a daily pain literally pain <laughs> every day <laughs> and I manage it through Is really I talk a lot about exercise on the show but exercise is a big thing and generally just taking painkillers and getting on with it and I have I wouldn't say I have a great pain threshold um but it's it's definitely something I've taught myself to ignore on the pain front I can kind of like when I feel it I can kind of I've trained my brain a little bit to ignore it and it's something I'm probably going to have for the rest of my life, or at least until I hit the menopause. So, I hope that comes sooner rather than later. I mean, I kind of half mean that, I half don't. But I live with it, and I get on with it, and I still have a really rich and full life. And I was about to say, I don't think I'm very brave because of this. But, but no, I, do, I am brave because of this, because it takes courage to deal with it every day and it takes resilience and it takes grit to kind of say to myself like okay it's not going to limit you like go into your exercise go and have your career and do what you want and don't obsess about it and think about it too much it's there I'm sorry it's there Bethan but like this is me talking to myself weirdly but <laughs> I'm sorry it's there but like you just gotta live with it and there's so much in life that we just have to live with and deal with and we don't get a choice about a lot of stuff especially health conditions like this that it's, it's no one's fault it's not my fault but i've still got to deal with it so just i want you to think about your life and the little things that you do every day that are brave and recognize them for that because it, it does take bravery to deal with this world geez especially at the moment with everything that's going on you know as i'm um Recording this episode, there's Extinction Rebellion happening, the kind of uh, protests happening in London, there's Brexit, oh God, the dreaded B word, there's Trump, there's, you know, this kind of, almost it feels like society's breaking down some days. And to be honest, most people have felt that throughout history and that is the perspective a history degree gives you, but it takes a lot of bravery to be in this world and carry on and have a family and try and have a meaningful life. And especially with the kind of lack of religion in most people's lives as well, it it, it takes courage to be an atheist or a agnostic person. Or, or it takes courage to have religion in this society as well. So just take a moment, applaud yourself for the little things that you do in your life that are brave. And for anyone who is thinking about coming on the show or sharing a story or generally just talking about themselves as being a brave person, do it. You are. The measure, you know, the way we're supposed to measure ourselves in this society is ridiculous. Sometimes, you know, you're never going to be a superhero. I'm sorry to say, but (laughs) it's physically impossible. They don't exist. Don't try and hold yourself to that standard, but do try and celebrate the things you do do that are important. Anyway, that is all I've got time for today and this was i kind of had this idea as like a throwaway episode almost as like a little aside maybe a 5 minute thing but it's kind of spiraled a little bit out of control but thank you so much for listening and um, if you are interested in coming on the show a little bit of a plug uh, please do get in touch you can contact me on twitter at the brave listen or at beth and vincent you can also catch me on the email the brave at bethandvincent.com Or uh, get me on Facebook, you can find me on there, and all of the platforms. So don't hesitate to get in touch, and I'd love to hear your, if you feel like sharing, your kind of brave, little brave stories of the, you know, the consistent things that you do in your life that you overcome, that are brave, that would be amazing. But anyway, yeah, so I'll let you crack on with whatever you're doing, I will be back in another episode and we will speak shortly. Thank you very much.